<laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 95 degrees. It's FTD so hot outside. needs to be asleep. So hot. So hot. <laughs> so hot outside, can't breathe. FTD. Oh, we should do an Independence Day special. Yeah, speaking of independence. <laughs> it's what? almost July 4th. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry, I had to build, I had to build some a, suspense on that, that one. Suspense. July 4th is going to come out... Um, the day after this podcast comes out, July fourth comes out on the fourth of July. To well, we can do month. we can do like next Monday. We can do a uh, or the Monday after the next. It'll be the July fourth, but it won't be July fourth. But we want to carry on the independence throughout the week. Yeah, why don't we talk about independence all the time? I know. Why they, does it just they, have to be on okay, July fourth? Yeah, 4th? They, Pride Month gets a whole month, and Independence Day gets one day. To celebrate our freedom? God dang it. You know Rich Piana? <laughs> no. He's been popping a lot. A lot of me feed. Richie Piana? Rich Piana? Richie Piana? He's a bodybuilder that uh, died recently. He's the guy I was telling you about. He's like, <laughs> he's like, so basically, I do biceps and triceps for eight hours. Whoa. <laughs> and, hey. Hey. Let's see if I can find him. Whoa, he's super jacked. What is that? Soup? No way. Did you want some, pal? Ah, yes, please. Okay. Thank you. FTD Mukbang. He's bringing in food. I didn't know this was a part of the deal tonight. I'm still kind of hungry. so good. This is Rich Piana getting his blood pressure taken music probably gonna be copyright flag now it just has the funniest vocabulary. is this his is one day you may that's him oh, i don't know he's dead now he died yeah, i think this is him he died. he's he's yoked he is yoked. or um jacked uh to the gills his biceps are so big he's been accused of uh pumping his biceps with like oil or whatever yeah but they're weirdly big yeah, and when he flexes it's, it doesn't go to a peak it's like a, uh, it's like bulging. Look at him on a road cane. Dude was bad in the bone. Dude, that guy wouldn't even take any damage if he fell, I bet. <laughs> He's like immune to fall damage. He's like that GTA character that we met. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Piana, let's go to his YouTube, see if we can see him talking about stuff. <laughs> his commentary is just too good. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. Damn. Why'd he die? There's too many roids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His arms are very strange looking. Yeah, they're huge. Like, it gets to the point, I feel like it gets to the point where it's I get grossed out when I watch, like, surgeries and stuff, because I feel like I'm seeing too much anatomy, like, more than I'm qualified to see. Mm -hmm. And then I see, like, something like that. Oh, thank you so much. What is it? Gazpacho. 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 Oh. No, gazpacho. Gazpacho. This yeah. is curing my, um, ligma. Mm, it's good. I got some up under I'm trying to cure. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at <laughs> 
What is this? Gazpacho? Yeah, it's right right before we did the pot, I almost blacked out twice. I know you did. We were just sitting Talk there. Talk about that. We were smoking stogies, and sometimes I get it where I'll see floaters and like my peripherals will kind of fold in a little bit. Yeah. But that that's just like, you know, you. It's, I've had it's that. Low electrolytes, low salt yeah. type thing, and then this one was just like the peripherals just kept folding and folding and folding until it was like a small little tunnel. Yeah. And I, all I heard was you talking. <laughs> and like I could feel like the void coming, like the blackout void. I was like, "Holy frick!" I remember like I was saying like, <laughs> "What did I say? What did I say? even say to you?" I was like, "I felt this before." You were like, "You were like, <laughs> been here before." We're just sitting there, and I'm just like droning on like I like to, and um, all of a sudden you start like you set your cigar down and you start like looking around, and I realize like you're not even processing anything. You're like. You don't look, you're not necessarily nervous, but I can tell that you're like losing consciousness. And I'm like, what is going on? I wasn't nervous. At my heartbeat, like I could feel it like getting slower. It was like, kutong. Yeah. <laughs> and I could hear kutong. it. And every kutong, my kutong. vision would slowly fold in further. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. I think you might've been dying, but you, you lived. So bounce back. And no. now we're doing the pod. I, I think you probably lived because you knew we had to do the pod. For you guys. I'm back from the dead. Lazarus. Dude, eating on the pod is so crazy. Everyone's <laughs> just hearing crunching every once in a while. I can't tell how much crunching is coming through. That This is delicious, though. I don't even know what this is. It's like salsa it's, for... It's gazpacho. It's like salsa soup. You remember that character in, uh... Oh, what was it? Was it called gazpacho? No. Oh, um... With the purple? Fanboy and, uh, Chum Chum. No. Wait, what? what what's... It was fanboy... No... It was the other one. Look at that! Uh, look at that show with Gaspacho. God, what was it called? That show was really cool, actually. It was that little purple guy. Yeah. Chowder. Chowder. Mm-hmm. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Gaspacho is crazy looking. He doesn't even look like the soup. No, he doesn't. But that show was actually really underrated. Show was Chowder for sure. Yeah. And, um, what was another underrated show? Back at the Barnyard? Underrated. With the cow? Yeah, did you watch that? Let me, let me look it up. Back at the Barnyard. Yeah, occasionally. Like, I saw it a couple times. Um, you know about, uh, did you watch Adventure Time? Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, what? I, like... I just didn't watch it for whatever reason, but I've heard people say that even like to this day, it's it's kind of like a good animated show. That is good. <laughs> That's a great show. Really? So creative. That's like, um, I started watching Adventure Falls because I'd never watched that one either. Gravity Falls? Gravity Falls. Good show. And it's actually good. It's written by the same like people who do Rick and Morty, I think. That could be wrong. Really? Didn't me, Justin Rowland get uh, arrested? Yeah, he got off of uh, Rick and Morty somehow. He did. That show's gonna tank now that he's gone, because he was like the sole. It was already falling off a little bit. A little bit, yeah, the last season wasn't that good. But, dang it. it sucks that he had to molest a girl. <laughs> Gravity Falls TV show by Alex Hirsch, a good friend of Rick and Morty creator Justin Rowland. So that's like Disney Channel versus Adult Swim or whatever the Morty and Rick was on. 
All I care about is South Park. South Park's still going strong. Mm-hmm. I watched that episode yesterday. It was with, um... <laughs> it was like... You know the character Strong Woman? No. Her, her name is Strong Woman in South Park, and she's PC Principal's husband. <laughs> and they're doing, they're doing like yes, the, they're yes, doing the, yes, they're yes. doing the CrossFit games. Yeah. And they're and they're like, and our next contestant who's new to the field is Heather Swanson. And it's this like bodybuilder guy with like a crop top on. He's like, I'm Heather Swanson. I'm here to dominate the competition. <laughs> And I identify, he's like, Heather Swanson started identifying as a woman 14 days ago. <laughs> no <laughs> just, way. Just completely, <laughs> completely nukes the competition. And they can't say anything. Yeah. Because it's strong woman and PC principal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we have to accept her for That's who she crazy. is. That's crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> Justin Roiland is back. They, they, they fired him just enough to get like under the radar and they recast, they recast him. It Let's says. go. They didn't, they couldn't get rid of him. He's like, he's like the voices. That's too much money. He's the voices of Rick and Morty, I'm yeah, pretty sure. That's too much money to get rid of right there. That's fine, dude. The amount of Rick and Morty licensed stuff. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, the whole that whole case kinda of flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. You know what didn't fly under the radar? That goddamn submarine that we should have talked about last week. Did we talk about it yeah, with we Ben? Did. We did? Yeah. <laughs> we did? Yeah. We talked about how it was covering up the um Hunter Biden shit. Oh, yeah. It was there just to cover everything up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a weird... Story. And they're still, like... They're still milking it. Like, they're making, like, animated videos of, like, how they died in point zero zero one milliseconds. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, the whole thing about how the speed at which a submarine implodes is faster than the speed of, like, human comprehension. So they yeah. wouldn't have even known they died. I saw this like animated bit about it. He was like, he was like, and we control the entire submarine with this game control. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) And now we're at the depth of eight thousand. It's funny because (laughs) it's funny because you could not get me to go on a submarine. I would before this. I would go on a naval submarine. Dude, I wouldn't. I couldn't do it. I think I would freak out. I'd get so claustrophobic. You gotta, you gotta face it. I, I'll face other stuff. Like, I'll go on a helicopter, which is probably statistically more dangerous. I went on a helicopter. I've been on a helicopter. I've been on a plane. I've been flying lately. You went on a helicopter? Little one. At like a, in Florida. That's like where a, I did too. Did we do the same one? Mine was in Kissimmee. Mine was too. It was at, it was right by the little, uh, it was probably the same one. It was probably the same it one? It was like a little chopper, just flew over little the little tiny area. red, little tiny red yeah, chopper? Yeah. Yeah, I was on that. I was on that shit. I thought, I thought I was the only one. No, I wasn't, I it was a different time though. It was like years be- ago. I wonder if it was, uh, well, mine was years ago too. Mine Seriously. was three or four years ago. And then we went on a fan boat ride. Alligators. That would be crazy if, um, was there strangers on it? The helicopter? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I was going to say, what if, like, we had met each other in Kissimmee, Florida and didn't even know it? <laughs> Who'd you go on it with? My father. Was it, <laughs> was it you and your dad and me and my dad and we had no idea? No idea. Nice to meet you guys. 
We would have said shit to each other if we had been on there. Mm -hmm. Someone would have started talking and probably would have been your dad. Man, that prop sounds a little loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your dad would be like... <laughs> the prop can't technically it, be loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it's a self-tightening the way the moment... If anything, it's the swash plate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man, I have been feeling spoiled lately, though, with all the uh, the boat rides and everything, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> My dad got this this ski boat, and we've been taking it out like nonstop for the yeah. past couple of weeks. We've been out like four or five times on the lake. I know that's what I was saying. I don't remember who I was saying it to. It might have been you. I was like, I I almost have gotten to the point where I want to say no to the boat rides. Like someone's like, hey, we're taking the boat out. And oh, I'm, you said that to Nate. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I'm almost at a no. Like I don't want to go out on the boat, and then I like remember how kind of lucky I am to to have the ability. I. The other day, I rode a sport bike to the lake and then got on a boat, swam off the boat, drove the boat a little bit, got off the boat, got back on the sport bike, and drove home. That's, like, the coolest thing That's ever. That's so bad. Yeah. That, it just, like, it's not my boat or sport bike either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's... This thing, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. And I'm the only reason I was driving the sport bike is because all my vehicles, just like the submarine, imploded. <laughs> What's that su That was me in the truck the other day. <laughs> yeah. No, me in the truck the other day, I I don't know if I told you the whole story, but I was just driving to my parents' house because I had to like clean out the truck a little bit. I was gonna like get some like crap out of it and just clean it. Uh -huh. And um I get to up to a stoplight where someone stopped at the stop light and i have to turn right mm -hmm. so i just kind of get off onto like it's kind of like the shoulder a little bit to just turn on right on red yep and I, that must have been where i hit something because i don't know where else it would have been in the drive yeah and i driving down my parents drive like street which is a long dirt road and i'm here like <laughs> and i'm like that's a weird sound there must be something crazy stuck in my wheel mm -hmm. so i i get out when i get to the house and go out and I see a hole in the sidewall. <laughs> and and like you can't fix a hole in the sidewall. Holy the tire mackerel. is done. And so I just I went on Facebook and I went and found some like almost free tires. Was it a screw? I don't know what it was. There was nothing in it. It was just a hole. You screwed up. I was so sad. <laughs> I was so sad cuz I've plugged tires plenty of times, but you can only plug it if it's on the tread. You can't fix a hole in the You can. I was it's very dangerous. I was my dad has proven that wrong. Yeah. We've had a couple plugs in the side. Holy mackerel! Mm -hmm. We got ourselves a hole! <laughs> but tomorrow, my elusive spring that broke on my motorcycle is coming in the mail. So I'll be able to, hopefully, I'm going to get somebody to drop me off over there. And then I'll ride the bike back. Oh, yeah. Are oh, you that confident? I'm pretty confident because I got... I mean, it's the only thing that's broken, and I just have to put it back together and, and get uh, get riding. And then my cylinder for my other bike, I just got a call from the British lady in California who <laughs> said, like, your cylinder is honed and ready, and it's being sent your way. Are you going to pay with a credit card? And I was uh, like... I love hearing from her, and I've never heard from her. I know. And she's like... Vicariously. She's like... um. Are you going to be paying with a Visa or a MasterCard? Those are the ones we can accept. And I was like, a Visa. She's like, okay, then it starts with a four. 
and I was like, it sure does. It sure, it sure does. And then so I gave her my credit card number. It was like 170 bucks, including shipping and all this stuff, which is more than I wanted to pay, but it's coming back. It's done. So I'll, like I'm going from literally having nothing I can drive to hopefully in like two or three days, I'll have like three or four things I can drive. Everything's starting to pop up. Yeah. My my part's coming tomorrow too, so we'll see about that. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see when that baby comes back together. That engine's been on the ground for too long. I'm gonna probably start cleaning it tomorrow. Getting it ready to go back in. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna polish her up, get the frame nice. And when she goes back in, she'll be the cleanest Vulcan this side of Mississippi. Swear to oh, I believe that too. I swear to God. I believe that too. Yeah, so um, I think we got to talk about the Murph. Literally, we do. We did. Um, I was in Dallas like a week and a half ago, and you texted me. And you were like, "We got to do a Murph." Yeah, dude. I was laying. I was laying on my bed, and I was, I was like about to fall asleep, and then a YouTube recommendation came up, and it was like. 2015 CrossFit Games Murph. I was like, what the frick is that? You said, I watched a vid. This is, oh, oh, I scrolled so far. Watch the whole thing. It was 60 minutes. I watched every second of it. No way. Yep. Yeah, you said, I watched a vid on YouTube today of some dudes doing a Murph. One mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, one mile run. We got to do it. We train together. And I said, I'm down. Yeah. And you did not expect that because you said, you are with three question marks. I said, why not? I was not expecting the I'm down. I thought you were going to come back with a question or two at least. No, because I wanted to do, it sounded fun. Like it sounded really hard, but I kind of wanted to see if I could do it. We train together. Yeah. That should be a shirt. It should. Or a hat. We yeah. train together. Yeah. And I didn't know if I could do it or not. And so... I just accepted, and then I, well, my plan was I was going to do, like, a mini Murph on that, like, Monday or Tuesday, but then we had so much company over that I didn't, oh, like, I, I didn't crazy. work it into, like, a time, and then by the time I was, like, ready to do the mini Murph, it was too close to the actual time we were going to do it, so I was like, I'm going to be sore trying to do it, so it's going to be, it's not even worth it, it's like trying to cram for a test, it's not going to do Yeah, anything. it's not going to do nothing. So I was like, I just kept going into this cold, I guess. I did run a couple times this week, but I was like, cold I didn't train anything like pull-ups, push-ups, or squats, and then it was the day of it, and we had uh, <laughs> your ex-neighbor from Michigan. Yeah, we had Zach Leventis in Zach town. Zach Leventis, he's so like, he's, is he 15? 14? I think he's a year younger than Ray. He's 14, and he was like... We were. I was just telling him about it. I was telling him about it. And I'm. I'm kind of like, are you in? And he started saying, "How long's the run?" And I'm like, "Sounds like you're in." Yeah, yeah. And then he did it with us. He did, and he did so well. And he probably he did better than I did by a lot. He did so well. He plays football for his school, and he plays. Um, he Red, just wrestling, wrestling yeah. and he works out a lot. But He's in shape, he's got that plenty of fitness builds. We're going. Mm -hmm. We're making. We're trashing him for that. And then when he took off on the run, he's a faster runner than I am. Yeah. But, uh... And he, and he says he never runs. He said he never runs. Cool. Halfway through it, halfway through it, you were already outside. I was, like, getting water, like, dying. And he says to me, hey, you think you're going to run as fast as you can on the second <laughs> run? He's like, like, you think you're going to really try and run really hard? 
And I was like, dude, I don't know. Because in my head, I'm still panicking that I'm not going to get done with the, all the like pull-ups and stuff. And uh, he's, he like, he's like, I'm going to. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's that's awesome. Like, you should. He did. And then he, he took off. But, yeah, so we do a run, whatever, easy. Well, mile yeah, run. 10.30 mile. Yeah, it's like a gentle mile. And then we get back to the place. And we're doing pull-ups on this, like, weird structure that's in our yard. Yeah, it's like a little, uh, like a, a flower bed. There used to be, like, a flower bed, and they put, like, a roof over it. Yeah. And now it's all broken. So it's just, so like, it's just like, it's four four-by-fours <laughs> with two-by-fours around the edge. So we're just pulling up on two-by-fours up in the air. and Yeah, ratty two-by-fours, too. They yeah. were cutting my hands up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was, like, moving every time you did a pull-up. <laughs> yeah. And then we were doing... It's cracking. We were doing push-ups in the, the lawn. It's, like, really long, so it's, like, just getting in your face and like touching you all over with all the grass yeah and that that's the poo yeah it's there's the, so much dog shit inside the fence the dog poo is crazy yeah so like i guess to picture it that that structure we're talking about is inside this chain link fenced area right off the back porch of our house so that area is where we let the dog out and she shits everywhere and <laughs> nate doesn't clean it so it's just there's shit everywhere. So we would drop drop off the structure, step over poop, find a poopless area, do six push-ups. So we did it three, six, twelve. So we do three pull-ups, drop off the structure. I would step over one. There was three shits I had to worry about. Yep. There was a fresh one, a medium one, and an old Pretty one. Crusty. And the fresh one was the one I was most worried about. It was the closest. So I had to step over that one. Avoid the other one, and I had one little spot I could do push-ups. And I was getting like weeds in my face every time I went down, but I didn't care. I just didn't want shit. <laughs> I know you found like you found like the place you needed to do a push-up, yeah. and then you did it there every single time. I did. Like, push- I saw yeah. my handprints down there, and I was like, "That's it." Yeah, I did it the same exact space because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you trusted there wasn't shit there because you were starting yeah. to get by the. I mean, by the middle of that, when when we were like twenty five percent done, we had done twenty five pull-ups. I was starting to get to the point where I was like, I'm going to need to stop soon. <laughs> the panic ensued. The panic started. And, and so I had to just trust where I could go that there wasn't shit because I couldn't think straight anymore. So I just <laughs> kept going to the same place. I went and got pickles at, on one of our breaks. I was, I was like slamming dill pickles. And then I was, uh, you had your salt I had pills. Those salt tabs, yeah. Those things were... I didn't cramp at all, so they worked. Yeah, they're clutch, and they've got like just a they've got thirty mil, uh, milligrams of caffeine yeah. per capsule. Yeah. So it just keeps the keeps the edge off. Uh huh. Yeah, it it definitely helped because every time I popped a couple of them, I was like feeling a little bit not like strong or anything, but like less crampy and like tight. Yeah, it was, the the exercises were weird because like. Each one was hard at its own moment, and each one was easy at its own moment. Like, at first, the pull-ups were easy, and the squats squats were hard, hard, and then, like, the push-ups got hard, and the squats got easy, and the pull-ups stayed pretty easy, and then, at the end, the pull-ups got super hard, the push-ups were, like, medium, and the squats were not hard. The squats got easier as we went, which I didn't expect, and the pull-ups by the end, like, I would do one solid one every time... (laughs) I did one solid one. Looked 
crazy. And then the <laughs> second one got rough, and the third one was like I was kicking and kicking and kicking, just trying to get my chin above that that wood. I like set sixteen. So you did like the yeah, you said the ratchet strap yeah, pull up. Yeah, I would like, crank up a little bit and a little more. Yeah, I would kick and it would move so me up a little bit, and then my arms could only hold me where I was. They couldn't lift me up, so I'd have to kick again. So by the the last pull up I did. I was like kicking, 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 just slowly moving up. And then we went to run. You're trying to swim up. And then we were like an hour in at this point, an hour and 10 minutes in. I was so like, I was out of breath. I was like out of my mind was all over the place. And then I, we had to run another mile and I started out strong and then immediately felt my stomach like wanting to empty. Yeah. And so I, I had to like find out what pace I could run that I wouldn't puke in a mile. And so I started running slow. And then by the end, I was like, okay, I have like 0.15 of a mile left. I'm going to sprint it. So I started sprinting. I made up a little bit of time. And then I had to stop sprinting because I almost puked again. And so then I started like jogging again and then pretty much immediately finished. And I was like out of it at the end. But I did it and I was so happy. It was like so cool. To have be on the back side of it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it, yeah, it crossed the finish line. I want to do it again. Yeah. On Saturday. I want to do it again, too. I want to do it until I can do it with a 20-pound vest on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's the goal. A real Murph. And then we go to the CrossFit again. We, we dominate the CrossFit nerds. Well, like, and I, I woke up. I felt like such a, like, successful, uh, like, um self-disciplined human when I woke up at seven on my own because I was thinking about the workout I was going to do. I was like a little nervous. So I woke up on my own at seven. My alarm was set for like seven thirty, and we'd been drinking and stuff the night before. So I didn't know when I was going to wake up. I was up at seven. I read a little bit of a, the finance book I've been reading. And then, uh, then I saw Zach walking over yeah. I'm like, what's up, Zach? I cooked him eggs. Oh, really? And then we got, uh, eventually we started doing some, like, vigorous exercise. And then it was 10 a.m. And I was, I'd already done so much, like, good stuff that day. I felt so good. Oh, yeah. I felt great that yeah, day. I feel great. I'm sore today. Yeah, it's just, like, this, from my forearm, this little joint right yeah, here yeah. is sore. Yeah, I'm, I'm sore in that joint. And I'm sore in my, um... Try the other again. joint. It's all like it's all where all the muscles connect. Yep. And like, I'm sore everywhere, but not. It's not like horribly sore anywhere. It's just my entire body feels it. Yeah. Which means that's a good ass exercise. Oh yeah, it's a great exercise, and your heart rate is like, is chilling up there the whole time. Yeah, there was there was times after a set that I'm I'm breathing like heavy. Like I'm like <sighs> and I had to like get myself to take really deep, slower breaths to try and get my heart rate down a little bit. Oh, and I know you can do it for a long time. At the fifty K my heart rate was in the one eighties for seven hours. No way. Yo. Yo unless my watch was wrong. I doubt it. A 50k is a crazy thing to do. Oh, so quick! I bought a sticker. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to put it anywhere yet, but I yeah, bought a sticker. Yeah, we were talking about that the other night because, like, Cause I don't want to be a sticker person. The, the people who, the runners who put the stickers on their car, <sighs> I always judge them. I know. But 
50K is really far. 50K is just, just far enough where I feel like a sticker is warranted. Just to show, because yeah. when, like, when people see the sticker and then they drive by me in the window, they should know. They should know what's going on. As long as you put it on the glass, not the paint. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that you w- wouldn't put it on the paint, but I hate when people put Who the frick stickers, put stickers on, on the so paint. So many people, it pisses me off. Why would they put it on the paint? I don't know. That's disgusting. Public service announcement, if you have a sticker and you want to put it on your car, put it on the glass because you can get anything off of glass and you can't get anything off of paint. That's facts in the booth. Yeah. That's far. Yeah, the Murph was, the Murph was cool. We're going to get faster. We're going to get fashion. <coughs> Our official time was 1 hour 23 minutes. And then um, I'm going to try to... Next time we do it, I'm going to try to go sub hour. Yeah. I feel like that's achievable now that I kind of know what, what's good. I, I just want to try and do it again. Like, yeah. I don't I don't have any goals this next time yet. I just, I want to get to the point where I don't get, like, panicky in the middle. And it's going to take a little bit to get there. <laughs> Gotta stay hard. Because I got, this next weekend I'll be in town, and then the weekend after that I'll be out of town. So I'll probably just try and run or something on that Saturday. And then, then I'm going to be back. You should do uh, push-ups, pull-ups, squats. Yeah, if I could find somewhere to do pull-ups. Backyard. Well, I'm going to be in uh, oh, oh. Atlanta. Oh, the ATL. Yeah. I'm sure you could pull up with something down there. Or pull up on a tall fella. I could <laughs> definitely pull up on a, on a homeless dude. Yeah. Yeah, just find someone that's semi-tall. Yeah, I guess. And um, they are taller out there. And you bring them a pack of cigs or something. Yeah, I give him a pack of cigs and say, hey, I need to do 100 pull-ups Have on you ever heard body. of a Murph, sir? Yeah, <laughs> my name Murph. Yeah. Right, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's me. Right, get ready to be done. <laughs> I'm going to do you. I'm going to do you. I'm going to do you so hard. Oh, sorry. Oh, I forgot we're live. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Murph. I didn't mean it. Yeah. Do you know, do you know the real story of that guy? Mm-mm. He's a military guy. I don't know, like, exactly what what it was, but I know of him from the Lone Survivor movie with Mark Wahlberg. Good movie, by the way. Wow, I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> he just fell asleep. <laughs> um, I said Murph workout. Um, History. His name's Michael. Mike Murphy. I think that's who it's off of. <sighs> just want to be jacked, you know? Yeah. Murph is a workout that CrossFit made an official hero workout in 2005. Hero workout? Yeah, official. Real baby. That's the only thing I like about CrossFit. This was a workout that his family approached us with, suggesting after he passed away that we honor him with this workout that he did on a regular basis. Run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, run a mile, all done in a weighted vest. So we posted it on .com, and over the years, it gained a lot of um, attention as one of the more challenging and one of the more uh, lengthy workouts that we would put out on CrossFit.com, and one of the more rewarding workouts. It was rewarding. It's a really strong community-building moment, and that, the affiliates and the community, 
came together on their own independently as all these micro gyms across the world to do this the same weekend is an expression of the power of this community globally um, with to a to an awe-inspiring degree i mean it's pretty impressive this was not an organized thing this was not our organized effort to make mirth a thing on memorial day weekend this was something that the community said, hey, we are gonna do on their own as independent gyms, and it's now this massive collective. And I think that's why it was just this perfect storm of a CrossFit effort that transcends CrossFit and becomes such a powerful movement. What is CrossFit? Is it a company? It's a movement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know if it, it, I think... Oh, here we go. This is nine years ago. An old man's... uh, I'm going to play it later. I want to talk about that video, but I just... That video made me want to do it right now. Yeah, I think we should stop right now and just go do another murder. (laughs) No, it's cool. mic'd up. It's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every every set, you just hear, yeah, baby. Yeah. That's what I... Freaking Zach, the little... 14 year old who's killing the Murph the entire time. Uh, every time I'd be on that last awful pull up of the set of three, he would always cheer me on every single time. Every single set, he would say something, and I was like, oh. it made me get up there. It made me do it. I was like, I'm not showing this 14 year old failure. Can't do it. And you didn't. Does your back hurt? My back isn't that bad. It was? My, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, they're sore, but what's most sore. Is like this, like very edge of my. <laughs> you had a compromised pull up position. <laughs> yeah, a horrible pull up position, and um, was, and right here is really bad. Squirm up right here on my uh, like the end of my bicep is really bad. I feel right in that crotch. Right in that, in that arm crotch. Oh god. Yeah, my arms are getting more sore tonight. Like, then they were. I think tomorrow's going to be... I'm going to be super sore tomorrow. Drink protein. But I kind of feel like I'm going to be better if we do it again next week. Or this week, I guess. Oh, yeah. I feel like it won't be as bad. I won't get as sore. Well, I'm now running this week, so I'm going to be hitting the gym hard. Okay. I'll be hitting the gym hard. I'm going to run. I'm going to try and run. I want to... My goal is Tuesday. I'm hoping my legs are better. Because my legs aren't as sore. My legs are the least sore by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my so idea. so um, I think Tuesday I'm gonna try and run like three and a half miles. See if I can do it. I got a um, knee brace and my knee didn't hurt last, last run. So you just gotta think of the percentages. What percentage increase is that from last week? Well, I ran two and a half plus like two plus two. I probably ran like six around six miles. Last week. Six months last week? Yeah. What do you want to do this week? I just want to do a longer run. One longer run? One or maybe then another two-miler. Okay. So, like, two, maybe two runs. One longer, one shorter. I'm trying to hit, like, maybe around six again. Maybe, like, three and a half and then, like, a two and a half. Oh, oh yeah, I'm getting sore. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm getting tight. I'm getting tight. Sora? Um, yeah, but the Murph, I I definitely think that is uh, highly recommended because it was a lot of fun. 
it was kind of exciting. I was nervous about it, and then I started getting panicky in the middle. But then, <laughs> but then I didn't stop, and I just tried to keep up with you guys. And I didn't let myself like. I started negotiating with myself in the middle. Like we were like a third of the way through, and I was like, okay, if we can make it to two thirds of the way through, I get a ten minute break. Oh, a ten minute or. You would have been cooked. I know. It would have been over. <laughs> yeah. So so once we got to that point, I just told myself, no. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Ha, that, ha, was, I got you. that was just to motivate you. You can't oh, actually. You can't your actually body is yeah. like, no. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, the feeling of doing it was so exciting because, like, I mean, I haven't trained at all for it. And I was like, I was worried. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it, but... I wasn't going to not do it either. Yeah. I couldn't not do it. And I was excited to do it. It was fun. That, that, yeah, that, that was a good time. That was a good time. And it's cool because it really goes to show you that there's no excuse not having access to a gym. This <laughs> facts. We, we were in the poo town. We were in the long grass and the dog shit pulling up on a strange unidentified structure <laughs> yeah and, not made to be and i'm up. and i'm sore over my entire body with like a extremely hypertrophic exercise yeah maybe we need to get in crossfit no maybe we can't get into maybe CrossFit. that's the whole thing maybe that's like the secret of crossfit it's actually really good for you it's just really fun it's fun and good it for you. It probably is fun. It probably is. I saw some CrossFit broads today, and they were freaking... Okay, girls... I can't even believe them. Girls doing, like, upper body exercises always impresses me, because I feel like girls are built for lower body exercises. Oh, like, girls can well, squat... Having a, having a baby is a lower body exercise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but girls can squat all day long. But when they can do pull-ups, it's very impressive. Yeah, they can do pull If they can do five pull-ups in a row... Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And these girls are doing MERS. Like killing it, like way better than I can. Very impressive. That's like a lot more work with the female biology trying to do pull-ups like that. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're like their back is just their muscles aren't yeah aren't there. They have a slow twitch muscle fibers too. Really? I mean they can develop fast twitch. They have them, but we yeah. have a lot more. Yeah. That's why we're our reflexes are a little bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah. They they like to do stuff like complain and uh that's slow twitch fibers <laughs> yeah complaining is the slow twitch Yo. <laughs> no i don't think they complain that much they just just like all the time isn't even that much and <laughs> and i don't <laughs> I love women, for the record. So now we can get into this uh, video. Um, it's by a guy named Bernard Albertson, and I decided I'm not going to put it, the video on the on the air on YouTube because I think a lot of these videos are funnier if you can't see it. Okay. So, but have you it, watched this? No, I just okay. it got recommended just okay. now. It's nine years old What's video. The video called? An old man's advice. I have literally no idea what this is going to be. You might have. Good morning. Whoops. It's raining. Hold on a minute. He's got an artificial rain cloud over there. There we go. I thought I'd talk to you a little bit this morning about... Uh, oh, by the way, this is a new computer and 
it does all kinds of things, so I have to be careful. <laughs> uh, I'm not the sharpest tack in the box when it comes to this new equipment. You're talking to a guy, or a guy is speaking to you now, that started driving a Model A car. I remember Damn. the first jet airplane and many first things. The Iceman delivering ice to an ice box, taking it off of a mule-drawn wagon. Is this so, guy a thousand years old? But I'd like to speak to you a little bit of <laughs> a this morning about uh, young people in particular. About accomplishing things. When I was young, as you know, maybe I don't. I had a difficult childhood, but fifteen. There's no excuse for people not being able to do what they want to do. You can do anything that you want to do. For example, as I've told you before, I lived in the back of an old car. I taught myself to read and write. That's so if you're young, it is, yeah. don't give up. Don't say the world is just against me. That's not true. I taught myself to read and write. I've had five books published. I went oh, to, to oh. college, uh, got a little bit of college. <laughs> I got some college. I've studied scripture for many, many years. Good. I've raised five children. I've buried a mother, father, sister, brother, wife, and daughter. Did you say he's buried? So, yeah. a person can accomplish anything that they want. Is that an accomplishment? Yeah. One time, Huge. to prove to myself that I was not an ignorant person, I bought a blackboard. Good. Not ignorant. And I purchased a correspondence course for computer programming, and I completed it with the blackboard. So, <clears throat> forge ahead. Don't stop. Never stop learning. Always reach out to better yourself because when you do that, things expand. You understand more. You're happier. You're healthier. This old saying that if you don't use it, you, you lose, lose it, it is absolutely true. 100%. If you don't use that brain, this guy is God you put in your if you were born in 1500s. <laughs> One of these days, you'll be sitting on a front porch somewhere, and you won't hardly know what's going on. So don't, don't give up. If times are hard, good things nor bad things last forever. But most generally, we are in control of our own destiny. And he just adjusted when his I say eyebrow. that, I mean this. That's about to fall off. <laughs> it's if you're not yeah. getting ahead, you need to do something to allow yourself to get ahead. <coughs> For example... Oh, I almost died. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> For example, if, if you want a good job, if you want a secure future, you have to have something to offer a prospective employer. Now, I'm not saying you need a PhD or a master's degree, but you do have to have something to offer. There's going to be a time in this country 
but people that know how to work with their hands plumbers electricians carpenters cement layers machine operators yeah. mechanics people that know how to work with their hands are going to be in great demand Yes. He's right, too. Yes. And this was 10 years ago. Yes, it's yeah. true. You have to have education and training to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. But I'll tell you the truth. I spent 60 years working. I was successful. I started a couple of businesses. I'm not a wealthy man. But I'm a guy that came from living in the back of an old car to having a nice retirement. Yeah. And to be able to talk to you on this thing. <laughs> Whatever so I'm going to close, this is. but I, I just wanted to, to share that with you this morning. Young people, it's I like love 4 I do. I, <laughs> yeah. I love young people. Um, my grandmother always said, you know, when a baby smiles, the angels sing. And that's true. I believe. But young people, you're the backbone of this country. You're the backbone of the world. I don't care if you're in Asia, Africa, Korea, Japan. I don't care where you are, the United States, you are the leaders, the future leaders of this world. So reach out. Be yourselves. Don't be afraid to, 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 to go after what you need. So I love you. Have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow. Dude, I that's, love you too. Man. I love that guy, Bernard. That's a wow. that's probably the highest quality. Like lowest actual like technical quality video I've ever seen, yeah, but highest. He had a thunderstorm on his head. Yeah, highest quality, like content-wise video I think I've ever seen on YouTube. And it's just yeah, an yeah, old guy right. talking. Yeah, Bernard Albertson. I wonder what he's published. Bernard. He said five, five books? books. Wow. I'm a successful man. Wow. American YouTuber who is known for his viral video and old man's advice. Copper Penny. Born in 1938. I grew up in the West. As a youngster, I traveled back and forth across the country by the old locomotive steamers, watching cowboys herd cattle from horseback and seeing dust storms on the plains. Vision and memory I've never forgotten. This is from 2015. Dang, that must have been so sick. <laughs> is this his other video? His life must have been so So crazy. you think there is no Santa? <laughs> <laughs> it's only $5 on paperback. Wow. Does it have, how many reviews does it have? I'm on here, I don't know. Can you see it on here? Four ratings on Amazon. A little boring is the only, like, mm -hmm. review. It's three stars. This book is basically a narrative of some of Santa's travel adventures over the years. The book didn't increase my belief nor disbelief of Santa. I was looking for a quick response to why you should believe in Santa. The book doesn't meet my needs. I bought the book for myself. I'm 72 plus years old and I have a long white beard. That's funny. That's so funny. That's bizarre. It's so crazy how easy it is to get books. Like, I'm trying to change the way I think about books because I've, I remember when I found out about books, it was like I read some Pokemon novel 
And I was like, this is so cool. I was like, there's, there's like words on a page and I have this whole story in my head now. So I went to the, the library in uh, elementary school and I could check out like, it was like five books at a time. Yeah. So I started finding like these books and these authors I liked and I was reading all these books. Like I started reading and reading and reading and reading. I loved it. And I was like, there's all these good stories. I was reading like Old Yeller and uh, like Where the Red Fern Grows and like all those kind of books and then some, yeah. some other books. And I, I was like, this is so crazy. This is so cool. And then I at some point just stopped. And I think it was when I got my phone. Yeah. It ruins everything. Yeah. Phone ruins Because everything. I didn't have a phone when I was reading those books. So mm-hmm. what else was I going to do? So I was reading. And now, and then I got a um, a Kindle, and I read a bunch of books on the Kindle. And then someone stepped on my backpack that had my Kindle in it on the school bus, and the Kindle screen exploded. But no. And I stopped reading. <laughs> I stopped reading books pretty much after that. And uh, I just got a Kindle just recently, and I already have... I haven't read a full book on it yet, but I finished... I had a paperback that I was reading from you, that mm. I borrowed from you, and I downloaded it and finished it on the Kindle, and now I've got another book I'm reading. And it's like, I feel like I'm back in, like, to the old days when I had my old Kindle. It's, like, right back. Kind of, it's, it's like working out for your brain. And every time that I want to go pick up my phone, instead I pick up the little Kindle, and I start reading, and I, I don't have that, like, dopamine depletion feeling. Yeah. I have the, this, the like, depletion. satisfaction feeling. Yeah, uh-huh. I read for like 45 minutes today and because you guys went out to play that game and I was like, I have to finish this chapter that I have to just do it now or I'm not going to, I have to like, it's a book that's kind of interesting, but, and I don't want to stop it, Mm -hmm. but I want to finish it. And so I just have to every once in a while, just like sit down and start reading it. Yeah. So I read it for like 45 minutes or whatever. And I finished the chapter and I felt so good and I was like ready to hang out and do ready stuff. to tackle the day but otherwise i would have sat on my phone for 45 minutes watching instagram reels yeah and that makes you feel so bad <laughs> it makes afterwards. You feel so bad it's, it's like crazy. eating fast food for it your is brain. yeah it totally is and you regret it every time there's not a time where you're like man i feel good and the cool thing about the kindle to me is like if i download a book that i don't like and i downloaded it for free i just don't read it if I download a book I really like for free, mm-hmm. and I and I think it was like amazing and life changing, I'll just buy a paperback co- copy off Amazon, and the publishing company and the author will get their money, and then <laughs> I'll have a book I can like give away to somebody if I think they should read yeah, it. This, is, this has been a big topic of conversation for the past few days in the house. Yeah, because <laughs> because. <laughs> Because I have, like... It's the piracy of books. <laughs> the piracy of books is weird. And you not liking flipping the pages. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to pee, and then I'm going to get into this. Okay. Okay, dude. Yeah, okay. So most people who... Most people who... You talk about the Kindle, right? They they go on about... I just don't like... Just sit down. Okay. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> not a little pace and talk, you sit down. I just don't like how you don't have access to the paper. Like, I like the paper. I like flipping the pages. I like holding the book. I like the smell of the book. I like all this shit. I'm like, 
I'm just trying to read the words. I don't care what it looks uh, like. It's about the experience. But the Kindle looks like a piece of paper. It's like completely matte okay, screen. If I had a Kindle, I would like it a lot. It's a matte screen. It You never have to like flip it or change it. It's got a built-in light in it. So you can just turn the light on and you, it's like you have a perfect light shining on a piece of paper. It doesn't look like... It's not like a screen. Like It's not the Kindle Fire. It's the real Kindle. Yeah. Like the one that looks like paper. Dude, there's the liquid ink or like going digital ink. into a bookstore and coming out with a bag of books. Every time I go to a bookstore or a library, every time, every time, without fail, I immediately have to take a shit. <laughs> Isn't that a thing? I, I, it is for me. And it's every time. Every time. There's never been a time I've walked into a bookstore. I didn't immediately, like, really bad had to take a shit. That's so Or weird. the library does it, too, because, you know, there's the giant Wake County Public Library. Yeah. And it, I have to take a shit so bad as oh soon as I get there. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I, I love the bookstore. Have you been to the Wake County Library? No, I don't go to libraries. <laughs> you should go to the library. I only buy my books. I should go to the library, though. They have everything, and, like, you can even check online what they have in stock, and then... Just go and you can't you buy from the library? Mm, Isn't that a thing? Possibly, but it's like you just go check it out and then you just bring it back and it tells you when you have to bring it back and they'll send you like an email if it's late and you have to pay like ten cents. It's late. What's is it like a membership? Yeah, you just you sign up for a card and it's just like you put your name down. Is it free? Yeah, it's public. Interesting. Yeah, we can go. We should go. I'd like to check it out. It's right in Garner next to the, um, next to the, uh, police station. I think I'd like to check that out. It's pretty cool. I mean, they got, like, they get all kinds of books. Like, sometimes if it's, like, a really high-demand new book, they'll have, like, ten or so copies, and they'll all be checked out, and you have to get yeah. on a list. You can get on a list, though, and they'll email you when it's in, and you, and it's, like, yeah. it'll be reserved for you next when it's your turn, and they'll send you an email, and they'll reserve it for, like, a couple of days, and then... You have to go in and you can pick it up. Oh. It's like, a, I mean, if you want, if you really like books, it's yeah. a free way to read. And it's, I mean, you pay taxes for it, so you might as well use it. Dash. 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 Dash is in town. She is in town. Oh my god. Yeah, but I don't like flipping. I don't, I don't care to flip through the pages. I get the intrigue, but it's always annoying. Like, all of a sudden, you have, like, this perfect hold on the book. Like, you're holding it. It's perfect. And then you have to flip the page, and you have to look at the other side, and you're, like, only a little bit into the book. So it's, like, you're holding a giant wedge on one side. It's just annoying. And the little Kindle, you just sit in one direction, and every once in a while, you tap it, and it changes pages. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably nice. I, I would like it so I could... Can't you change the font and, like, the spacing? You can change the font, the spacing, the size, everything. That That's what, what I would want. Yeah, so some some like spacings are just too tight. There's also like those dyslexic uh, fonts that work really well for people with dys dyslexia. Dude, I think I might need that. I swear to God, I read so goddamn slow. It's crazy. I don't know how many pages I read today, but I think it was like 25 pages. I looked down at my watch. It had been like an hour. Well, I mean, what are you reading? Uh, crime and punishment. It's probably, like, not super easy to read fast. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think you have to do pages per hour. I don't think that means anything, because some pages have, like, 
hundreds of words and some pages have like 25 words depending on the book but i do like so i just calculate pages per hour and then you know times it by the amount of pages yeah to see how many hours i have yeah <laughs> got so many hours left. that's another thing i like about the the kindle it'll tell you how many minutes you have left in the chapter and how much time you have left in the book yeah that's nice and and it calculates it based on how fast you're reading it and I've I've kind of tested it even like sometimes I'll like flip back and forth between pages or sometimes I'll put the book down mm-hmm. and it doesn't change like it somehow knows when it's an outlier data point it doesn't add it to the average it just like oh. it's pretty smart and it's so 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 easy to find books for free and then just transfer them right to the Kindle like and I like I said I I support I support supporting the authors and. And if I had the money to buy all these books I want, mm-hmm. I would just be buying them. Yeah. I just don't. And so that's that. I'm pirating them. And if I, if a book is life-changing to me, it's really good, I'll buy it. But like, And then if an author's dead, I'm not paying a publishing company. Yeah. I don't care to. Yeah. I just think that the author is the one who needs the money. And I was just talking the other night to Nate about... If you really want to support an author and you pirated their book, you could most likely, I bet money on it, you could send them an email and say, hey, how can I support your, uh, like, your work? I really like your book, and I pirated your book. I'm sure that they would say... It's true that, like, you could just go read it at the library for free. Yeah. So, I don't... Yeah, I guess... Like, if you want to support an author... Yeah, just send them some cash. Send them cash. Don't buy their book and then you're paying a publishing company and you're paying. But then again, who's going to actually do that? Every book they like, send the author cash. All right, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. I like the Kindle. I like it all. I just like the, I like what's in the book. The cool thing is when you're reading a book and I've never read a, like, I guess you'd call it a self-help book before and it's really cool that the book i just read is rich dad poor dad that you told me i had to read you were, you like dropped it on my nightstand you're like yeah. read it in you have two weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah. to read this and i was like okay i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna not read it in two weeks and uh i was at work in uh, dallas just kind of sitting there reading i started reading and i was like this is actually really good yeah, it's so simple. It's like a page turner, which is yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, financial page turner. Yeah, I was like, this is good information. And yeah. now I am I have like, whoa, I have a bunch of books downloaded that I, I want to read. I, I like need to know more now. Yeah. Yeah, you're in it now. I love that book, Rich Dad, yeah. Poor Dad. Everyone needs to read. I believe that. I agree. To Everybody. Make, it would make the world a better place. It would. It would fix the middle class. It would. What? The poor and middle class don't teach their kids that the rich do. Yeah, but at the same time, we gotta we gotta keep the middle class, or the whole country falls apart. Yeah. Well, there's always gonna be middle class. But it's but the middle class is getting smaller. The poor, there's poor. more pores, and there's that, and there's um, there's a bigger gap between the uh, pores and the richers. Ooh. I think the the middle class is like a very very important part of the economy, because they have a decent amount of money and they're very good at spending it, but they're not like. It's sustainable to have millions of them. Yeah, and then, 
the pores, you know, obviously not good, but you got to have some pores. You got to have the pores because the pores buy the lottery tickets. The pores buy the lottery tickets. <laughs> the the pores. The pores will work at the worst job ever for their whole life. Whole time, yeah. And the or just not. Uh, yeah. Or just kind of crust around. Some of them crust around, but it's like. There's obviously people who are born into bad situations, but there's almost free education out there. And I've started to realize more and more that, that like, you don't want to learn the things you think that you're really not good at or don't know enough about. You automatically, like, if you don't think you know about money, you feel like you know enough about money and you don't need to read the book about money. Yeah. If you feel like you're good enough, you know enough about your health, you feel like you don't need to try and learn about it and get better at it and practice, you know, maintaining your health. Nobody ever knows enough. I know. That's the secret. Is you just yeah. don't know anything and everybody gets scared to learn because they think they're going to have to change their lifestyle. And they are. And you should. But not letting yourself learn something that's that vital like not letting yourself learn about health science even though you at the core all you are is a little meat bag running around and you don't want to learn about the meat <laughs> like that's insane yeah yeah i know yeah yeah exactly that's what we were saying earlier the the blissful ignorance that you yeah. know in the deep corner of your mind that you should probably stop eating mcdonald's cheeseburgers but you're never gonna look up what the nutritional facts of a McDonald's because you has. want to have that you want it. and the thing is if you knew what it was and you knew about how to actually like diet properly and you started to learn about it you wouldn't want it anymore but yeah. as long as you don't you can like hold on to this BS that doesn't mean anything I know so many people hold on to the, the freaking BS I know so many people that do that dude with health with money with everything with your career, even. Like, people who, they, like, don't want to learn more because they feel like they're nervous to learn more. Or, and I, it, I fall, cost, or like, I fall into that trap all the time. Where I don't want to learn about it because I'm, I don't want to think about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to deal with that right now. So I'm just going to ignore it like it doesn't exist. Like, there's, like, you don't have to think about your health. Like, you don't have to think about how to actually use money to make money. You don't have to think about how to, you know, maintain this or that. You don't have to learn how to, like, just do everything. Yeah, I know. So you stop. You just stop learning. And then what? You just keep doing what you're doing, which is probably not the good thing. You just have to keep learning. And I'm, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read books about real stuff. This whole pod is about is bettering yourself and bettering your mind. <laughs> and, and you gotta... And it was so hot today. It was 95 and humid. It was. And I almost blacked out. Yeah, you did. We almost lost Gus. What would it, I have been? The From the Depot podcast would be crazy if you died. Because I would keep doing it. <laughs> it would just be me in here. <laughs> And I would be sad every time. I'd probably do like homage to Gus or homage ode to Gus every time. Say, oh. I would laugh and I'd think I'd say like Gus would have thought that was funny, and then I would start crying, <laughs> just crying, just weeping. 
I'll do a uh, from beyond the grave speech. Hello everybody, it's me, Gus. I'm up here running. <laughs> just run. <laughs> Die. So Hi, I'm in heaven now. I'm very happy because I'm running. <laughs> I'm running so far. I just crossed the 50k mark. I'm going to keep going. I'm so happy I died. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes through one of my uh, channels on the receiver. Yeah. And I like, I didn't have anything ho hooked up to hooked it. Up it. Yeah, it's just... I'm here. It's just I'm you. Phasing through. You start saying something in directly into the recorder. They have the nicest gym up here. The best protein on heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Piana, say something. God dang it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. I'm here with Steve Irwin. <laughs> He really didn't die by attack. He died by machete. <laughs> <laughs> what did he die by? A stingray? A stingray. Stingray got him. Freaking jolted. Oh. Yeah, it would suck to die by a stingray. Electro. I think it'd be cool, though. I like, going out with something you love. I think about that a lot, like, like, riding motorcycles all the time. I think about the fact that I'm not, like, it's just more risk. I'm taking a lot more risk by doing that. I could not do that. Mm -hmm. I could just not ride motorcycles and have a lot less risk in my life. But I'm you gotta not, have risk to I'm, make money. I'm not interested in not taking that risk. And if I died on a motorcycle, I would much rather die on a motorcycle than in a, like, chair when I'm super old and I've had a horrible <laughs> yeah. last, like, ten years. Uh, Not that I don't, I don't have a death wish and I, and I am try to be safe on the motorcycle and I, I'm, like, try and do it safely. But if I died on a motorcycle, I don't feel bad for it. At least I die free. Exactly. I died having the most fun I know how to have. That's fucked. And, and people die slipping and falling on tile and stuff. People die just being hit by a car crossing the road. That's true, yeah. I would be so happy if I died while we were playing Can Jam. Just got hit in the head with the frisbee at a weird and angle. just died. Just died. Yeah, that would be a perfect way to die. And then you start running. You, you run up the, the heavens. Uh, yeah. What is it? The stairway to heaven? You just sprint up it. Yeah, it'd be like fourteen thousand stairs, and they're this like, is "Perfect." They're like, "They, you're at the Golden Gates," and they're like, "Dude, you just set a PR for the stairs." Yeah, dude, we we. And you're like, like, "Yeah, we had someone coming down to get you, you know." There's like some really old people riding the um the acorn stairlift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're on the little stairlift riding up the stairway to heaven very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sprinting up it. I've got, I've got my Solomon vest on. You got trekking poles. <laughs> yeah, you've got like <laughs> you got your marathon head. <laughs> yeah, marathon head. Marathon brain. What's it called? Yeah, marathon brain. And you start getting a little loopy. You can't. Yeah, your memories are gone. You can't think of anything. You got tunnel vision. 
and you're just lightheaded and you're just kind of sur- your body's like in survival mode yeah and yeah it is it's pretty awesome when you get there it's weird i i started to get into like with the murphs kind of to get back i guess into the murphs i started to feel that like negotiation with myself like you have to figure out how to stop and then i was telling myself like no you don't you're gonna fucking finish this and and it was like a a conversation i was having in my head while my vision was starting to go out and i was getting really lightheaded and the thing is what makes you the most lightheaded standing up right yeah yeah squats are just a lot of stand-ups in a row (laughs) so i was getting so lightheaded I would stand up from the push-ups and, like, almost pass out and then start squatting. And then I, all I was doing was standing up. <laughs> it's getting oh so light-headed. We gotta, we gotta push you to your limits to get the negotiations going. Yeah, I know. That's why I want to do it again because I want to do it until I don't negotiate. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get strong. Yeah. But the other thing I like about it is that, like, it that was the most like efficient workout i think i've ever done it was pretty efficient because it was an hour and 20 minutes i've spent plenty hour and 20 minutes on a like chest and back day at the gym where i did not work out nearly that hard but that part of the hour and 20 minutes was getting there getting in my little outfit i was gonna wear at the gym and then (laughs) doing the workouts and waiting between sets and like going on instagram or something and then doing more sets and then i would then i was like oh i gotta go to work soon so i'd go into the locker room i'd take a shower i'd get dressed and then i would drive back and it took me like an hour and 20 minutes and i got like barely any like low efficiency workouts (laughs) and then this was like wake up read eat eggs Work out for an hour and 24 minutes, feel like you're going to die, like you're trying to negotiate with yourself how to get out of this, and then you lose against yourself with the negotiations, and then then you feel like euphoric when you're done. Yeah, I liked that. And I, I, I'm trying, that's why I was telling you earlier, I like the running because it's, it's very efficient. You can walk out of your front door in the morning, run a mile. It takes maybe 10 minutes and then get a sh- take a shower and go to uh, 10 minutes. Anyone can fit into their day. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ran a mile every day, I'm convinced everyone's got at least three hours a day to do stuff with, to do stuff. Yeah. Even, even Nate, Nate may listen to this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm convinced he's got three hours. Everyone's got it. It's just, are you willing to use it? That's what I was saying earlier. Is like prioritization yeah. is, is the key. It's like, where, wh- how much does it matter to you? Because if it matters enough, you're going to do it. Yeah, you will. And if it doesn't matter that much, you're not going to do it. And you got to figure out where the that trick, line is. The trick isn't, the trick is figuring out how to make it matter. That's the hard part. Discipline. That's the only thing. Is like when you get disciplined about it, it starts to matter more and more. And then yeah. you, you have an off day, and that matters a lot. For me, my, my best tactic for trying to motivate myself that I've found so far in life is like 
telling myself, like, what, are you going to be the guy who can't do this? Are you going to be the one who can't, like, you, what, you can't? And I start, like, almost making fun of myself, like, are you going to not do that? Are you going to spend this today, like, not getting after it? And, and I'm not good at this tactic. This is just my tactic. <laughs> yes. I'm like, like, are you going to not do them? Are you not going to wake up early and start working on stuff you want to work on? That's my best tactic I have. And I need to work on it, and I'm going to try and keep learning how to be better at it, but that's I've, the best I have so far. I've learned that that motivation... Motivation is such a freaking farce at the end of the day. It's like motivation only takes you so far. Yeah. Motivation can take you five minutes or five days. But at the end of the five days and your motivation's gone, you get out of bed and you're like, I'm not motivated. Yeah. It's it's the discipline. Then you fall back on it's your the discipline. Di- discipline that pushes you. Yeah. And I don't when I go to the gym or I go running, it's not because I'm motivated. Yeah. It's because I'm disciplined. I, I get motivated occasionally, but it only lasts for a tiny bit amount of time. Yep. You put on that song, you get motivated uh-huh. for that second. You put yeah. on like a... I don't know, so... It's... Motivation is such a... It's such a farce. It only gets you to a certain place. Yeah, and if you try and wait for the motivation, you're, ne- you're, ne- yeah, you're going to be waiting forever. You're never going to find it. I think discipline's the only way... You just have to do it. Yeah. And it, it is the only way. Because, when, yeah, as soon as your your tank is empty, what are you going to fall on? Yeah. Consistency is discipline. Basically. Yeah. Boom. And that's real. And that's life. That's real. That's life. And don't let motivation be your driver. Have discipline. Be your driver. And then you'll be driven. Yeah. I like that. Boom. That's what I've been figuring out for the past four years. Boom, baby. Boom. Yeah, I've seen a lot of guys that I know that are, like, in their little bachelor phase, be like, in the college to, like, early 20s years, just go so downhill. And I've seen some people go, like, just every day a little better. And it's funny to start to kind of lose some of the friendships that are the guys who are just slipping and start to really get tight with people who are getting better. You only want those suckers around you, the ones that are getting better. The people who you can talk about real stuff with, you can make yourself better. You can, they'll tell you when you're being, this is what I was talking about Nate with today. I was like, I like having people around me that tell me what I'm doing wrong if they do it from a place of like compassion I want people to tell me what that I'm doing wrong whether it's just them making fun of me for little things or it's like them kind of bringing stuff up that I know I should be doing I like it I appreciate it I love it I need it that's why I like to surround myself with people who do that but the people who bring you down even if they're bringing you down for the stuff you actually are doing wrong and they just do it because they want to make themselves feel better, it's such a different thing. But that balance of finding people who actually challenge you and will will really get after you when you're not like living up to what you can do and not like you're not hitting your potential, you're not 
working out enough, you're not learning enough, you're not doing enough with your time, you're wasting your time, you're spending too much time on Instagram, you're doing all this stuff. Like people who make fun of you for that, it's super important to be around those people. Yeah, 100%. And those people are becoming rarer and rarer and rarer. It ticks me off. Yeah. Because it's... Because uh, you can sit and in your own little stink of bad decisions by yourself indefinitely. Definitely. It takes, Until it takes you die. one person to just give you some shit about it every once in a while for you to start thinking about it every day. And then even if that takes six months for you to stop or break a habit... That person just gave you so much value just by being in your life. But I, I know so many people that just don't want to be better. It, yeah. it doesn't even matter if a person, it's almost like if a person tells them they need to be better or they're doing something wrong and they get so offended yeah, that someone's telling them It's the them same that. thing I was talking about earlier where it's like you don't want to confront or learn anything because you are nervous to learn that. You don't want to give up what you're doing. You don't want to stop eating horrible. You don't want to start getting up early. You don't want to start getting regular sleep. You don't want to start getting, like, money. Because you're scared of it. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know how it works. It's like, there's, there's so many things people are just afraid of because they're just afraid of it. They're only afraid of it because they're afraid of it. it, it how... How are you afraid to be a better person? It, because it's so hard it's for a, me to understand. It's because it's a daunting task to improve yourself. You don't want to fail at improving yourself. So Imagine people never being want in your twenties and being like, "I am good to go." And I know, I I know good, a lot of people like that. I'm good enough. It's like frick off, buddy. I'm gonna be in my seventies saying I need to get after it. I think nobody in their twenties. I think. First of all, I'll say no human is, like, really figured it out because I don't think there's a true state. No, there's no true all. state of figured it out. There's no... It's actually unattainable. Figuring it out is unattainable. But getting closer and closer to it, super possible. And that should be the goal every day. Yeah, and... and people don't want it. People just want to chat around on Twitter all day. Blame, blame each other for other stuff. Yeah. Nobody wants to take responsibility for themselves. It's ridiculous. Take interest in other people. God dang it. I know, we're getting very motivational right now. Not motivational. Disciplinal. <laughs> Disciplinal. Yeah, I want, to I want to bend people over and spank them. Just freaking open up their ain and just give them discipline. Yeah, just, <laughs> just stop discipline, just right up their ain. Yeah, you want to shake their head and be like, buddy, you're not it. Yeah. I'm not it either. Just freaking stop what you're doing. Let's do it together. Yeah, like we train together. We train together. Yeah. God dang it. Freaking fricks yeah. all over the place. I know you're listening to this. God dang it. Yeah. And if you're one of the people with a foot fetish and you're still listening, don't stop with the foot thing, but get your shit together. Yeah. Otherwise. Oh, my God, guys. Just get your, get your, like... Just work on stuff. Like, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then keep tuning in to From the Depot Podcast. Keep tuning in, but don't be freaking weird. Don't be weird. Yeah. Don't be normal either. Be be different. Be you. Be you. Minus the foot. 
my well you can have the foot thing don't like we're not condemning the foot thing at all a little bit well mildly because we don't do it but we know that's why you like a lot of you are here so we're judging you yeah i mean a little bit but we're also like telling you like yeah keep watching and get your life together and then like come back on next week and we'll maybe we'll give you good advice maybe we won't or just keep Keep watching and not, not for my dog. Not for the dogs. Eventually, it becomes not for the dogs. We're going to make your life better. If you came here because you just like feet and you're still listening, keep listening. We're going to make your life better. God dang it. And that's a promise. We're turning this into it. Yeah, we're turning this into a, uh, like a spiritual podcast. It's becoming spiritual. It's, it's going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Disciples of discipline. Yeah. Disciples of defeat. <laughs> you could honestly say that because you will you know your biggest lessons you learn are from failure winning doesn't teach you anything no failing does facts disciples of defeat there's poor people who've never lost anything and there's rich people who lost everything. millions lost everything on that note Thanks for listening to this episode of From the Depot. Tune in next week for another episode of From the Depot. And we're approaching 13,000 